Shalom Aleichem. <clears throat> Welcome to the sixth and final shear in the Dvar Malchus series. This is on Simen Dalet, the fourth Sicha in the Dvar Malchus. And it is about Bias Eliyahu. It is about what does the Rambam say about the coming of Eliyahu Anavi. We know that uh, Eliyahu Anavi is the Mavaser HaGeula. is the one who is coming. May it be the Meheira V'yameinu to announce the coming of the Geula, but of course, it's not as simple as that, as we're going to see in today's Sicha. We're also going to see how many of the, some of the topics that we discussed in previous Sichas also connect with this topic of today, the coming of Ilyo Hanavi, and the idea that even when there are two opinions, that seemingly contradict one another, not necessarily are they a machlekes, they may be coming from two different perspective, perspectives or discussing two different scenarios within the same MS Lamite of Teira. This is from Yutshva Tavshin Memzayin, it is printed in Sefer HaSichas Tavshin Memzayin, and was said in connection with the third Siyum Harambam, which was in Yutshva Tavshim Zayin, and of course, um, we are connecting this with the 40th Siyam Arambam, which we're going to have in just a few days on Gimel Tamus. Connection with the completion of the Rambam on this year of Yutshvat, which was in Tavshim Zayin, on which day many Yidin are completing the third cycle of learning Rambam. According to the custom that has been accepted amongst uh, the Yidin to learn three Prakim a day, and parallel to this, there is also the the, the completion of the third cycle of learning Sefer HaMitzvahs, by the women and children. We are also on this day completing the first cycle of learning Rambam for those who learn one Pedic, since there was the third cycle. So those who are learning one Pedic were also finishing on this day. It would be appropriate to stop for a moment and discuss an item, an issue that is connected with the Achtos of Yidin. Because through the fact that many Yidin from all across the world are uniting together in learning Rambam, Mishnah Teira, Mechabitz the Teira Shabal Pekula, the Mishnah Teira of the Rambam, which is a depository for the entire Teira Shabal Peh, Halachis, Halachas, written in the style of Halachis. As well, and Rambam includes the halachas, even those that are not relevant today, which many other paskim, many other uh, codifiers, including the Shulchan Aruch, do not include all 613 mitzvahs. But when we learn the Rambam, which has all the halachas, even those that are not relevant for today, and everyone learns it together, with Yidin from across the world, this makes 
the achtos of all Yidin to reach a complete sense, through the fact that we are uniting and learning a, a study that concludes the entire Teda, the completion of Teda, so when all Yidin together are learning this Limud, which includes all of the Rambam, all of the Halachas, it is an extra sense of Achtos. And therefore, today, we are going to discuss something that is a, learning, a teaching in the Rambam that is connected with the Achtos of all Yidin. As we will see, that one of the main issues of the of Anovi is to bring about the Achdus of Klal Yisrael. And now we begin in Siv Beis. The Pedek Ha'achrin, the Hilchas Malachim of Wolchames Malach HaMashiach, and the final Pedek, Pedek Yud Beis, of Hilchas Malachim, which in some prints is called Malachim Umulchames Umelach HaMashiach, because the last two Prakim are talking about the Halachas that are relevant to Melech HaMashiach, which is also the siyum of the entire 14 books of Mishnah Teira of the Rambam. The Rambam writes a number of details which are relevant to the order of the times of Yemesh HaMashiach. Amongst which is a topic that is connected with the Achtos, the unity of Yidin. And this is the words, these are the words of the Rambam. It is seen from the basic understanding of the words of the Nevi'im. That in the beginning of Yemes Mashiach, in the beginning of the era of the coming of Mashiach, will be a Melchama of Goig and Magog. And before that, a Navi will arise, a prophet, to straighten out the conduct of the Yidin, and to prepare their hearts. As the Pasuk says, Behold, I will send you Eliyahu Navi. And the purpose of this Eliyahu Navi is to prepare the Yidin and, um, and to straighten out their hearts. He's not coming for the purpose of disqualifying those who are legitimate. Or to 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 uh, uh, to make say tummy those who are tired pure the tired tummy not to say tired on those who are tummy but they live still on nashim becheskes kasheros and not to disqualify people that have a uh, presumption of innocence of of, of legitimacy and not to legitimize those who have a presumption of disqualification so these are not the purposes or the goals of Eliyahu Navi. What's Eliyahu Navi coming to do? To bring peace in the world. He's going to bring back together the hearts of fathers and children. In other words, to bring Shalom to the world. And then the Ramam continues. That unlike in the first part of the Ramam where he says that Leo is going to come. Be right before Goygu Magog, be, which is already after the coming of Mashiach, there are some Chachamim who say that Mashiach Eliyahu is going to come even before Mashiach comes. So we have a Machloikis as to when Eliyahu will come, if before Mashiach comes or after he comes, before Mulcham is Goygu Magog. And then we have something that seems to be agreed upon by all opinions that the goal, the task on Eliyahu Navi is to bring peace to the world.
So we're going to have two questions on this. Number one. In the next writes, In the times of Mashiach, Mashiach is going to give each one their yichis, their 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 genealogy, their proper yichis to which shevet they come from, and if they're if they and his only only thing he's going to do is going to connect the yidden with the right with the right shevet. He's going to notify who is from which shevet. But he won't discuss their legitimacy. To say, for example, this person is a mamzer, which means he was born from an illegitimate marriage, which affects his who he's allowed to marry. This person is an evad or comes from a family of servants. Shadinu, because the din is shemishpacha shenitma nitma. Here, notice nitma is with an ayin. Doesn't mean nitma as impure. Nitma means blended in or assimilated, but assimilated in a good way. Became part of Klal Yisrael. That a mishpacha that got blended in, that got mixed in, became part of the of the Jewish people. Is part is is is, is nitma is done. We don't take them out. We don't exclude them. So therefore, if someone. Uh, initially was from a descendant of a mamzer, but that part was forgotten, and today he's known as a regular person. Mashiach is not going to get involved in that. He's not going to say, oh, this person comes from illegitimate uh, 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 genes or illegitimate uh, ancestry. But rather, Mashiach is going to just identify each person which shavit they're from. So we notice over here, he doesn't say Mashiach Bo Liyaches or Eine Bo Lahagid, whatever. He just says Oimer, Oimer. He's going to say this, he's going to say that. In, by, when it comes to Eliyahu, he says Eine Bo Loyli. That's not coming to do Kach Vakach, which is an extra word, which is unusual for the Ramam, which is known to be clear and concise. As we know, the precision of the Rambam, that everything is very clear and short, brief, concise. Any movement is not understood. He says that he's not going to come to do this, that, or the other. Simply, Elio is not going to say on someone who's known to be presumed to be kosher that he's possible, someone that's presumed that he'd be possible that he's kosher. Just like the Rama writes in the following Allah, he's not going to say. Why does the Rambam change in Halacha Aleph to write that he's not going to come to do this, that, or the other? That's our first question. The words, which of course, there must be a message and a lesson to be understood from the words. The second question is going to be on the structure of how the Rambam lays out this, these Halachas. He starts out with when Mashiach, when Eliyahu is going to come. That's going to come before Muhammad's Gilgumagid. Then he talks about what Mashiach is going to do. And then he brings an, another opinion as to when Mashiach is going to come. Which seemingly the argument is only about when he's going to come, not what he's going to do. So why doesn't the Rambam uh, 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 couple together the two opinions on to when he's going to come and then discuss what he's going to do, which seemingly is agreed upon by everyone. 
Why does the Raman first bring one opinion as to when he's going to come, then bring the discussion as to what he's going to do, which really is agreed upon by all, and then bring another opinion to argue with what we started with as to when Leo is going to come. That's going to be the Raman, the Rebbe's second question on the Raman. Hemshech ha'alacha. The continues that there are those Chachamim who say that Mashiach is going, that Elio is going to come before Mashiach. So it seems that the argument is only with the timing of Elio's arrival. Either either is before Mashiach, but at the beginning of Yemaisa Mashiach. Or before Mashiach comes, immediately before Mashiach comes. But even according to them, those who believe that the Leo is going to come before Mashiach, they agree that Mashiach and Leo is not coming to change the Yuchsin, to change those who are considered kosher apostle, but he's coming to bring Shalom to the world. In that case, the Ramam should have structured this in a different order. First, to discuss the timing. When is Elio going to come? That it's going to be before Muhammad's Gagumagh. And there's a second opinion that says that it'll be even before Mashiach comes. And only afterwards, so the, the Ramam should have brought down what's Elio going to accomplish? is going to come to bring peace to the world. Why is the Ramam right in this unusual order? To bring the second opinion with regards to the time of when Mashiach Aliyo is going to come, not when we're discussing it, when we're discussing this matter of when Mashiach Aliyo is going to come. But rather, the Ramam brings it at the end of the discussion about what Mashaliyo is going to accomplish when there isn't even an argument about this. So those are our two questions. Number one, why does the Ramam structure in this way? The first he brings one opinion as to when Leo is going to come. Then he discusses what Leo is going to do, which everyone agrees upon. And then bring a second opinion as to what, what when Leo is going to come. And the other question is, why does the Ramam use the word Enoibo, that Leo is not going to come to do Etc. Instead of saying that he's not going to proclaim upon this person that they're apostle and but this person that they're kosher. So that's that's our question. These are our questions. This will be understood by first introducing another question. How can there even be an argument about this question? When is Elio going to come? Is he going to come before Muhammad's Gagumagig? Or is he going to come even earlier before the coming of Mashiach? This is contrary to the rule that you can't have an argument in fact. You can debate opinion, but you can't debate reality. Either it did either it happens like this or it happens like that. It's a fact. I mean, it hasn't happened yet. So we can discuss about what's going to happen. But it's going to happen one way or the other way. So you can't really argue about it. You can argue about an opinion. But you can't argue about a fact. 
So how are you arguing? He's going to come one or the other. Only one could be right. So how could you have an argument about it? That's going to be our question. And the same thing we're going to argue about the second, the second we're going to ask about the second half as to what Elio is going to accomplish as we're going to see in a moment if it's if it's Latame or Latayr L'Rachik or L'Karev or Lasem Shalom Ba'elam if it's, it's one or the other it's or both or neither but it's a, it's a, it's a fact. It's a reality of how it's going to be, what he's going to do. How can you make an argument about something that we're going to discover only one way? Only one or, or both. But which one is right? And in order to understand this, this question about the Plukta and the uh, we're going to introduce the, the Mishnah. The source, the Makadiv Rehama of Mesih the Makir of the Ramam is in the last Mishnah of Mesih Ta'edias. And uh, I'm, I'm actually going to read from the Mishnah. Uh, just because there is like a couple of dots here where the doesn't have the entire Mishnah. And it's just uh, it, for the sake of clarity, I'm going to go through the whole Mishnah. I'm going to be Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua said, I received from Yechonim and Zakai. The Rabbi made Rabbi and his Rabbi heard Mizrabah, Lachalam, Mishmissinai, all the way back to Mesh Mishmissinai. Sheen Elio ba letameyo letaher lerachikul lekarev. Elio is not coming, not to say on so and so and say on an individual that they're tamei, or to say on an individual that they're taher, not lerachik to distance a family that doesn't belong to be part of Klal Yisrael or lekarev, or to include to bring closer a family that does belong. Ella lerachik hamekaravim bizroya ulekarev hameruchakim bizroya. Those families that were forcibly sent away, distance from the Yidden, Elio will bring them back. Those families that were forcibly included in the Yidden, which means they're not really kosher to families, but due to what was going on at the time, the Yidden were forced to accept them. Elio will distance them. So that's the Tanakhama, that's the Yeshua's opinion of what he heard from Yechonim and Zakai from Allah Sinai, which will explain in a moment what Allah Sinai is over here is that those families that were forcibly included will be excluded, and those families that were forcibly excluded will be included if they are kosher. And the Mishnah brings an example. There was a family named Beis Tzrifa in Eivra Yarden, there was a gentleman by the name of Bensiyan who was a very strong person, and he pushed them away. There was another family there, which was a Pasala family, and the Mishnah avoids telling us their names so as not to do Lashnara. The Kerva Ben Sian Bizraya, but Elio for Ben Sari Ben Sian, again, this, uh, this strong individual forced the Yidin to accept them. So these are examples of people which Elio Elio is going to bring them in to say their tummy, to say their Torah, to, 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 to invite them in, to, to, to send them away if they don't belong. Because since it was done forcibly, um, uh, uh, Elio is going to rectify that. We're going to see later from the from the Pirusha Mishnai Rambam what exactly is the connection between Elio and those that were Mekurov and Bizraya or Merukhav and 
Rabbi Yehuda agrees with the Tanakama that Elio is coming to fix some of the Yichas issues, but uh, he holds he's only going to be Makariv, only going to bring closer those who were distanced forcibly, but those who were brought in forcibly are not going to be sent away. In other words, that, we're not going to go that far. In other words, those who are pushed away and are really kosher, you didn't kosher the families, they will be brought back in. But those who are who, who became part of the Yidin, even though initially it was done forcibly, will not be sent away. Reb Shimon never Reb Shimon says Leo's job is not to do with Yuchsin at all. His job is to reconcile Machlekesin. As we know from the Gemara, there's a lot of disagreements amongst the Chachamim. And Reb Shimon holds the job of Leo and Navi is, is to reconcile Machlekesin, Paskin. Who, who, who do we pass him like? The Chachamim, maybe the Chachamim say, "Lelerachet, lelekarev, leyonav." He's not coming, not for the purpose of distancing those who need to be distanced, not to bring closer those who need to be closer. And the last is shalim ba'elam, but leyonav is coming to bring peace to the world. I'm the end of that pasuk is which according to the Chachamim, the meaning of this is, is that fathers and sons will get along with each other, they'll get along with the Eibishter, and, uh, and there won't be fights. In other words, we'll, we'll see later in the Sicha, that there's other ways to touch the Pasuk, but according to the Chachamim, it means never to, to, to bring hearts together, to, to unite people, we should stop fighting. So there's four opinions in this Mishnah, as to what the Yohanov is going to do. Number one, those who were forcibly put in the wrong position, in the wrong place. Then there's the opinion of Rabbi to bring closer those who were pushed away. Reb Shimon, who says to uh, reconcile Machlekes of Chachamim, and Chachamim will say to bring Shalom in the world. There's within the Chacham Gufa, there's two different, there's more than two, but there's one, one would mean Shalom amongst the Yidin themselves. Pastor Shalom Ba'ila means Yidin amongst themselves. And the Raivi teaches that it means Shalom by the Yidin from the Goyim. But either way, it's about Shalom. Aliyah is going to bring Shalom to the world. So, so, so the question is, oh, one second. What does it mean that that that, that Rabbi Yeshua says, "I received this in Reichen and who received it from Allah Lameishem Sinai"? The lechera by Allah Lameishem Sinai, Hapirushim Amakubalim Ipimayisha, Ein Machlekes Ben Bishumpanim. Those explanations that are passed down directly from Moshe Rabbeinu, there can't be an argument. So if this. If if Rabbi Yechonon Ren Zakai received Melachim Meish Mesinai, then Elio and Avi is going to do Lerachet Kol Akarev. How could the other Tanoim argue with him? So Mavayir Rambam Pirush Mishnah. So the Rambam in Pirush Mishnah is on this Mishnah in Edius explains like this: Leinishma Mimeish Rabbeinu Al Vashalom Zayal Loshin. This Loshin that Elio bought Akarev or Lerachet. This was this well, this was not what they heard from Meish Rabbeinu verbatim. It wasn't exactly what Meish Rabbeinu said. But this idea was received from Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu says, tells over about the coming of Mashiach, and the words of the Torah are: 
if your disperse will go as far as the edges of the heaven, then Hashem is going to bring you back from over there. Or another pasuk, Hashem is going to return your captives. Or another pasuk, Hashem is going to circumcise the foreskin of your heart, which means He's going to bring you closer, He's going to make you edel, more refined. So, so the Meishet Abenu is telling us about uh, uh, about the idea that someone's going to come and bring together all those who were lost, who were sent away, who were dispersed. Vizulaza. And plus there are other uh, um, psukim on this topic. And also told them what's going to preface and what's going to cause this uh, event of Hashem returning, the, bringing back, uh, in gathering the dispersed of the Yidden. And that he will be preceded. Mashiach, the one who's bringing back all the Yidden, is going to be preceded by a person who's going to prepare the land for him. And that's Eliyahu let them know, notified them, and then and subsequently us. That that person, this person who's coming to prepare the world, is not going to add anything or diminish anything from the Tera. But he's going to remove and abolish the chamasim, the robbers, the violence. In other words, those things that are bringing violence to the world or that were caused by violence, that will be removed uh, by Eliyahu There's no disagreement and no denial of this fact that Leo is going to come to remove and abolish violence. But there's a machlekis, which violences, or what exactly, what evils, will be abolished by Eliyo? Mahim, what are they? That's how the Ramam explains this Mishnah. Everyone agrees that Eliyo is coming, and that, Mashiach, that, Mashiach, that Mashiach Rabbeinu told us about Mashiach, told us about the Kibbutz Goliath, and told us about bringing back those who were lost. And that before that is going to come a person named Eliyo, or a Navi who is going to prepare the world for it. And that Eliyahu is not going to change anything in the Torah. Which of course is consistent with what we spoke about in previous Sikhs. That, that B.S. Mashiach is not about changing anything in the Torah. Or about changing anything in the world for that matter at least in the beginning. But Eliyahu is going to come to get rid of the, the bullies. So that way there should be able to be a, a, a peaceful world. The question is, what does it mean bullies? What does it mean chamasim? What is, it, what is Eliyahu going to get rid of? And that's the machlekes in this Mishnah. That according to the Chachamim, it's the Kadav Lerachik. According to the Yehuda, it's the Kadav Lerachik. According to the B'Shimon, it's the Ashwes And according to the Chachamim, it's the Shalom Boilam. And the question on this now is, this is a machlekes b'Metzias. So either he's going to do this or this or that or all. But you, how can you argue in a matter of reality? And similarly, we can ask with regards to the way these Chachamim, the way these Tanoim, these four different opinions in the Mishnah, explain the Pasik of Eishadim of Salbanim. 
The Das Tanakam of Rabbi Yehuda, according to the Tanakam, which is Rabbi Yeshua, speaking in the name of Rechanam and Zakai, and Rabbi Yehuda, both of whom say that Eliyahu is going to come to rectify the issue of Yuchsin, of the, the genealogy of the Yidden, which families are kosher and which families are not. So they tied to the Pasik of the Heshavis that Osidlimabakadesh that Elyo Nav is gonna speak with Ruach Kadesh and say, Zem ibn Bonov Shazeh, that this person is a descendant of this person, Kleimash Apostika Ibn Yuchsin that this Pasik is talking about genealogy. This is just that the Tanakam holds that that, that Elio is gonna both distance and bring closer. And he holds, namely, Rabbi Yehuda holds that he's going to bring closer, but he's not going to, to push away. Because according to Rabbi Yehuda, he holds that pushing someone away who is kosher is violent, is, is, is bullying. And that has to be gotten, that has to be abolished. But to bring, to force someone to come closer, that's not considered chamas. And therefore, we don't have to change that. Because Eliyahu's job is So even though uh, the, the, this family was included into the Yiddish people forcibly, but it's not really under the category of Hamas, of violence. And therefore, there's no reason for Eliyahu to abolish it. So the Yehud's Eliyahu will be, will, will, will be Makarev. Those families are pushed away. That's disgusting. That's not, that, that's Hamasim. And therefore, we have to bring them back in. Uladas Reb Shimon. So Rabbi Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda hold that the Valpasik Vaishid of Avasal Bonim means Yuchsim. According to Rabbi Shimon, Avis Elo Achachamim, Ubonim Elo Atalmidim, that the Avis refer to the Chachamim and the Bonim refer to the Talmidim. Shayyelev Kulam Shava, believe on the name Machlekis, that they, were, they will all agree with each other and there won't be a Machlekis amongst them. So Rabbi Shimon touches the same Pasik to mean. Uh, uh, consistent with his opinion as to what Yohanov is going to accomplish, and that is to abolish Machlekes, or to reconcile Machlekes. Uladas Chachamim, According to the Chachamim, it means very simply, to bring together the hearts of fathers and children. There's no need to explain it any further. And it means that there's going to be peace in the world. Or to quote the Rambam in Pirish Mishnayis, there's no such thing as violence when it comes to yuchsin. Everyone who carries their own name, everyone will be a, 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 a descendant of the truth. Everyone comes from Hashem. Everyone will be a descendant from the truth. And the Tate is the father of everyone. So therefore, even if someone was 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 forced out or forced in, they they're still connected to uh, to the Torah and to the Abishter. And 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 the fact that they were pushed away, the fact that they were pulled in, is not considered chamosim. And therefore, it's not Eliyahu Navi's job to fix. But the stumbling blocks and the evils. This is the hatred amongst people. Because they are baseless. And he is violent to the other person because he hates him. And that's why they said the Mashiach is going to come to bring peace. And the hatred of means to stop the fighting. 
So now we have four different opinions or three different opinions as to this Pasuk. How do you touch the Pasuk based on the Rav Salbanim? Is it Yuchsen? Is it Machleikisen? Uh, Machleikisen of the Chachamim? Or is it fights amongst people? But here too, they're arguing in a matter of reality. He's going to distance those who were forcibly brought in. He's going to bring in those who were forcibly distanced. The will bring in, but he won't distance. He's not going to do either. He's going to bring peace into the world. Either peace amongst the Chachamim or peace amongst people, peace and families but again they're arguing in a matter of a fact, of a reality, either he's going to do this or he's going to do that so the question is, how is it Shaykh? how can the Rambam bring this Machloikis and uh, that there's some Chachamim that is going to say he's going to come before Mashiach comes, some Chachamim says he's going to come after Mashiach comes, if it's Machloikis Bimitzis, how can you have a Machloikis as to what Eliyahu is going to do and how to tie the posik of of the Haitian of his Albanim if it's a Machlaikis Bimitsius. So we're going to explain this all as follows. Let us first preface. There are two approaches, there are two uh, ways. To understand the coming of Eliyahu Novi. that it's part, it's a phase in the Geula, in the actual Geula. Behold, I will send you Eliyahu Novi before the great and awesome day arrives, which means that Eliyahu Novi is coming as part, is a, is, is, is a gradual beginning. To the Yom Agadol Vaneira, which is the coming of Mashiach, base Kinyan Befnei Atzmei, all it could be seen as a separate component. Shadayin in Echelu Koshlav the Geula that is not yet a a a part, a phase of the Geula. Kleimar Gam LaAchris Yavu BePeil VeYasa Kama Pulus VeChulu even after the Yonavi comes and performs certain actions in preparation or in connection with the Geula. It's not yet a part of the Geula. It's, it's a component for itself. Similar to Eliyahu Novi's accomplishments and engagements during the time of Tanakh, for example, the Nevoah that he speaks to Achav, the event that occurred on Harakarmel with the Nevoah Habal. Where, where there was a, a where there was a, a, a built a, he built a mezbeach and he brought carbonus and he challenged the nevi yabal to see who can bring down a fire from their god. And similarly, all many details that are discussed either in Tanakh or in Teres Valpeh. With regards to the lifetime of Eliyahu Novi, Lifnei Shevayal Eliyahu Bisara Hashemayim Begufim Amis before Eliyahu ascended to heaven in a storm with in his physical body. And similarly, after Eliyahu Novi went up to heaven, there are many different stories and events. Of things that happened in the later times. 
There's many stories of the Yonavi coming down and meeting with this Tana, meeting with this Amayra, coming here, saying this, doing this. Even after the Yonavi went up to Shamayim, the Yonavi continues to come back down and accomplish certain things. And, but none of those things, even as great as they might be, are actually connected with the Gula. It's the Pu'ulis, it's the accomplishments of Eliyahu Novi. So, you have two elements, two components of Eliyahu. There's Eliyahu who's coming as a part of the Gula, and Eliyahu that's coming to accomplish great things, but it's not a part, it's not a phase of the Gula. The Apluk Tehi, now the Machloikis that the Ramam is bringing based on the Mishnah is how do we understand this Pasuk of which actions, which accomplishments of Eliyahu Anavi are considered part of Meaning to say, part of Eliyahu Anavi, part uh, 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 of the uh, Eliyahu's accomplishments, part of the Geula, and which are considered something that Eliyahu Anavi will accomplish, but sort of disconnected from the Geula. Who could come on as we will elaborate upon in the next Seif or three? Seif Ha, the first thing we have is a pluk to the Mishnah, the argument of the Mishnah, is Mashiach coming to bring closer and to bring further? Is Mashiach coming to bring closer but not to bring further? Or to, or to distance? Or neither of the two because he's coming to bring peace to the world. According to what we established earlier on, that there, you cannot have an argument in fact. You can have an argument in opinion, but you can't have an ar- argument in reality. So everyone agrees that, Mashi- that Eliyahu Navi is going to distance those who were forced into the Jewish people, and he's going to bring in the, those who were forcibly distanced from the Jewish people. And only a family that became blended in to the Jewish people because nobody knows about their psul. In other words, those are Meruchakim Everyone knew at least at that time uh, that they were that they were forced in or they were forced out. But a family that nobody knows that they're apostle. He's going to re- retain the status quo. He's going to leave them in their in, in their kashrus. Because the din is, like the, like the Ramam said, that mishpacha that was blended in is blended in. The only exception to that rule is if everyone knows that they are apostle because they were brought in forced in a forced way. So everyone agrees that Leo is going to be mekarev and he's going to be merachik. Is this part of the role of Eliyahu Anavi, of abolishing and getting rid of the violence, which we have received from all the information Rabbeinu, that that is Eliyahu Anavi's job, as he is connected to Mashiach? Oi, 
Or is this action of Kiruv and Richuk a separate component that is not connected to the job of Siluk HaChamosim, of removing violence, which Eliyahu has to do as a part of the Gula? In other words, remember how the Rambam spoke about this in Pirush Mishnayis on the Mishnah Nadias. The Rambam said that we received from Moshe Rabbeinu that is going to come, Mashiach is going to come. And Mashiach is going to come. And that he's going to bring back all the people who are lost. And who, and together before that, to prepare for that or to bring that, to bring that, to make that, bring that into being is Eliyahu Navi, whose job is Lissalek HaChamasim, to get rid of the violence. So the question is, what is considered getting rid of the violence? Because that's the part that's connected to the coming of Mashiach. Now, there's other things that Leon Avi does is, is, is beautiful, but it's not part of this Allah, that before Mashiach comes or when Mashiach comes, there's going to be a Lesalek HaChamasim. So the question is, what is Lesalek HaChamasim? What is concluded in that? The fact that some people were pushed away from the Jewish people forcibly, or those people were, were brought in forcibly, that's called chamasim. That's called violence. And Leon Novi has to get rid of that. He has to, he has to abolish that. So the Tanakam holds that Leon Novi, as a part of the Salaka Hamasim, which is a part of Biasa Moshiach, he's going to push away those who don't belong to be part of the Yidden, and he's going to bring back those who do belong to be part of the Yidden and were pushed away uh, 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 forcibly. Vedas Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds, See, look, Hamas, you want to talk about getting rid of violence? That only refers to, to bring in, to draw in those who were pushed away forcibly. But to push away those who were included forcibly into the Jewish people, into the Yidden. Even though Leo will do that, like we said in the beginning of this seat, very important. Leo Novi is going to be Merachik and Mekarev. Because only those families that got blended in because nobody knows their psul, they are to be kept included into the Yidin. But those, if the psul is known, if their if their disqualification is known, there's no choice but to remove them from the Yidin. So the Yohanavi is going to do that. This is not part of his job to get rid of the violence. Like I mentioned this earlier, that it's possible that that, that Abiyoda holds that those people who were forced in to the Yidden is not called Hamas, it's not called violence, even though it was done forcibly, but they were drawing them inwards. So therefore it's not considered Hamas. Therefore Leonovi doesn't do that, it doesn't get rid of that as part of Lesalaka Hamasim. So now, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that Leonovi is going to be Merachik. The Kroivim, the Kuravim Bizraya, that's one thing that he's going to do. And then, as part of Biasa Mashiach, he is going to also be Mekarev, the Meruchakim Bizraya, those who were pushed away forcibly. Ula das Chachamim, Ein Eisek Biyuchsin. Uba Mela, Avsele Yoyasaza, Yuchsin is not, there's no issue of violence, that's not considered violence. And therefore, even though Leo is going to do this, like we said a couple of times already, the Leo will be merachek and will be makariv, but that is not part of Leo's job to get rid of the violence. Leo's job of getting rid of the violence is to make peace in the world. So now we understand this. 
Everyone agrees in Mitzis, Eliyahu, Nabi's going to do all of it. He's going to bring Shalom Ba'ilam, he's going to be Merachik, the Mekarofim Bezdeya, he's going to be Mekarofim, the Menuchakim Bezdeya, he's going to do all of it. The difference is, the argument is, which one of these, these accomplishments are part of, are a shlav, are a phase in the Geula, because they're part of the Allah the, the Sinai that told us that, bef, that, that with the coming of Mashiach comes Elio Anavi, who's going to be Misalek Achamas, who's going to abolish violence. So we, and, and we brought three opinions. And see if the Rebbe says that the Ram passed on the Rechavim. Like he said in the beginning, uh, he brought in the beginning of the Sikha, the of his job is Remember, he doesn't mean that he holds that he's not going to actually be Merachik or Makarev. He's going to do that. But what is but that, that is not part of the coming of Mashiach. That's a separate accomplishment of the Yohanavi. And therefore, the Rambam, when he brings about the coming of Eliyahu, he speaks about the Yohanavi's coming as a part of the Gula, he brings the opinion of the Chacham and the Tzlasa Shalom Ba'ilam. Rambam, and now he's going to address the answer to the question why the Rambam uses the words Ba. It's going to say very beautiful. It's going to say that sometimes Eliyahu does have to say on a tummy that he's tired or on a tired that he's tummy. So he can't say because he will if necessary. But that's not the purpose of his arrival. That's not the purpose of his coming. The Rambam can't write that he's not going to actually do it. Because in the case where the Psul is known, where the Deen that a Mishpacha that got blended in is blended in doesn't apply, Eliyahu will disqualify those who need to be disqualified, and he will legitimize those who need to be legitimized. So he can't say, he's not going to do it, because he will do it. The case of and therefore the Ramam specifies the word and writes, he's not going to come to do this. Hi, no meaning to say, the coming of Elio and Navi upon which it says, Behold, I will send to you Elio. Sorry, together with the tradition that Elio is going to come and abolish the violence. Is not there for the purpose of saying Tommy or Toir leaves the to disqualify or to legitimize. Even though possibly he will have to actually do this. The Hassan Linasiv is based on the circumstances. Hello. But it's not but that isn't why he's coming. So he says, he means that Rama means to say that he's not coming for that purpose, even if he may end up doing it. Why is he coming? The purpose of Eliyahu's coming is to bring Shalom into the world. As the Pasuk says, the hatred of Avis Albanim, like the Chachamim explained in the Mishnah, and the Ramam is following that the hatred of Avis Albanim must be understood literally, that it's going to be pre, that it's going to be bring peace between fathers and sons, between people. 
in Siv Zayin, he's going to address this Machlaikis, that there's another opinion that says that Eliyahu Anavi is going to come before Mashiach comes. Yes, that those Chacham will say the Mashiach is going to come before Eliyahu Anavi is going to come before Mashiach. Till now we were saying that he's going to come at the beginning of Yemais Mashiach before before is Gumagik. Now he says there's another opinion that holds the Mashiach is going to come, that Eliyahu is going to come even before Bias HaMashiach. The argument over here is, what is Eliyahu going to accomplish as a part of his task to abolish violence? But the fact that Elio is going to come and do something, he Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees that Elio is going to do something in the area of Silika Hamasa, of getting rid of violence. And this Ramam agrees. Yes, that those Chacham will say the Mashiach is going to come even before Eliyahu is going to come even before Mashiach. This second opinion holds that everything that we said over here. The Larachek, the Lekarev, the Lasa Shalom however you interpret Siluk HaChamasim, which we said that Siluk HaChamasim is part of B.S. HaMashiach, as we understood from the Kabbalah from Meshe Rabbeinu, Halacha L'Moshim Yisinai, there's another opinion that holds that the whole Siluk HaChamasim is not part of B.S. HaMashiach. It's a separate accomplishment that Leonov is going to do. That this shlichus v'leyo to come to before this great and awesome day, it's not about getting rid of the violence. He's coming to inform us to announce the coming of Mashiach. Before Mashiach comes, Eliyahu is going to come to inform us of the that of the coming of the imminent arrival of Mashiach. Even though Eliyahu already came earlier and accomplished other things, such as Siluk Hachamasim, nevertheless. That was others that, that wasn't related to this job. In other words, the first opinion that the Raman brings, they hold that he which is what the Pasik of the Pasik ends, is all part of Silika Hamasim. And therefore they argue what does Silika Hamasim mean? Doesn't mean Lakarev Ularachek, or doesn't mean Lakarev and not Larachek, or doesn't mean Lasha Shalabailam. The second opinion holds that the Silak HaChamasim is not part of the Yasa Mashiach. Silak HaChamasim happens separately. The, and, and, and the, and the uh, Pu'ula of Eliyahu Anavi, of Hinei Anechi Shaleach Lachem, that is, that is a separate, that, that is the, the role of Eliyahu is the Vaser to let us to, to announce the Geula.
Now all of the questions are answered and the order in the Ramam also makes sense. And we're going to go back and we're going to learn the Ramam again. But now we're going to learn the Ramam with a whole new understanding. We understand from the understanding from the words of the Nevi'im. A Navi is going to come to straighten out the Yidden to prepare their hearts. Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees that Eliyahu is going to come and his job is going to be to smoothen out the hearts of the Yidden. Therefore, therefore, there's no reason to bring any other opinions about this at this point because everyone agrees that there's going to be a and his job is to prepare their hearts. Umam Sheikh and Ram continues. The purpose of Mashiach, of Eliyahu and of him, sorry, is to bring peace in the world. This is following, this Ram follows the Mishnah. That the, the tradition from Mesha Rabbeinu with regards to the fact that Eliyahu and of is going to abolish violence. Which is the pasuk Veheshid Avos Albanim? He b'shaych is leym avaya b'yasa Mashiach is connected to the great day of Hashem, which is the coming of Mashiach. Uba zegufa and within gufa within siluk achamasim leletame chulub lelivsel loshem shalom ve'elam kedas achachamim. The Rambam pasuk is like the chachamim that siluk achamasim over here means to make peace in the world. Umoisiv and then he says. So yes, when a chacham mishaimrim shakedem b'yasa Mashiach Yahweh Eliyahu levaser b'yase. Another opinion holds that before Mashiach comes, Eliyahu is going to come to inform us of, his, of, of the coming of Mashiach. Before Mashiach comes, Eliyahu is going to let us know that he's coming. And the Silukachamasim getting rid of the violence is not part of the, of the Gula itself. And the idea of Eliyahu coming is and how it connects with is Bisura Sagula the fact that he's going to inform us of the Gula? So let's just make sure we understand this. In our question, we understood that there was Machlekes here of when Mashiach, when Eliyahu is going to come. That's not our Machlekes anymore. There can't be a Machlekes Vimitsias. The Machlekes over here is how, which action of Eliyahu Novi is connected with Is it Silukachamasim or is it? So the beginning that he brings up that Elio is going to come, everyone agrees that he's going to come. What's he going to accomplish? Now there's a machlekes. So the first opinion oh, is going to accomplish as a part of the geula. And what does mean? Which the Rambam brings first. The second opinion is is that although they agree that Siddiqa Hamasim is going to happen, but they don't agree that that is what it means when it says, and therefore the Ramah brings a second opinion, that is referring to Psura Sagula. Now it happens to be, that according to that, he's going to come at a, he has to come a little earlier, in order to be Mavasi the Gula. Possibly. Uh, but that's not, that that's not the Nekudah Samachlekis of when he's going to come. The Nukudus Machlekes is, is the Pasik Hini Anechi Shaleach Lachem, is it referring to Silaka Hamasim, or is it referring to Surah Sagu'ula? And with this, we conclude part one, or the or the, the Chele Ka'ari, the lion's share of the Sicha, in which we are now understand the Rambam Shita and Bia 
that the Ramam holds that that there's a pasuk and this pasuk is connected with the Kabbalah from Moshe Rabbeinu. The Allah that Mashiach is going to that Eliyahu is going to abolish violence, and the Ramapaskins, according to the Chachamim, that abolishing violence over here means it means. Uh, although the Ram agrees that it's going to be etc. It's just that that is going to happen later. Sorry, that is going to happen separately of the Geula. That's a separate component of Elio, not connected to Hini Anechish because Hini Anechish means Siluka Hamasim, and Siluka Hamasim means, according to the Chachamim, Lase Shalom Ba'elam. And then there's another opinion that says that even Lase Shalom Ba'elam. And the whole Siluk Hamasim is not part of Hine Onechish Lechlechem, because Hine Onechish Lechlechem is referring to Vesura Sagaula, Eliyahu Anavi announcing the Gaula. Well, the taste is beer, but has betampled dosments. It has. He's going to elaborate a little bit more to understand the background of the Machlekes over here. Is Bitla Hamasim part of the Gaula or not? When you say Geula, Geula means going out of a state of Golos. But there could be various different ways and perspectives of how it could be understood based on the situation in which we find ourselves. And certainly at Matan Teira, the idea of Yidin becoming an Eved Becoming slaves to another nation became impossible. They became free people. We are not Avadim to anyone else. As the Maral Miprag in his Sefer Gvurus Hashem elaborates when he discusses that even though we became Avadim to Hashem. Uh, 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 in other words, we have to serve Hashem by doing Teiro Mitzvahs and we have to follow rules and so on and so forth. And even though we ended up later on in other places where we had to follow the rules of other nations, nevertheless, he explains over there that there was a certain Cheiros, certain freedom that we gained by going out of Mitzrayim that we never lost. And even wherever we go, we still retain that Cheiros. That even in Golis Bavel and in the, uh, uh, the following Goliaths, this hidden, their, their true entity, their true essence is Bnei Chayrin. But even, so although we have this title of Bnei Chayrin, nevertheless, move the Gampashut. You can't compare the hidden the way the situation of hidden during Golos, especially when there were persecutions or or other. Tzoris that the Yidden were going through by, by the nations amongst whom they were living. In comparison to the state of Yidden when they were in Eretz Yisrael during the kingdom of David the Malach. Not only that. Within the Matzav of Golos, when we talk about certain people, there create there are differences in how much they needed the geula. Ula dugma. Rabbeinu Hakadosh. Rabbi Yehuda Anasi. Avshoyim is man the malchus reimi v'chulu. Even though he lived during the Roman rule, 
Uh, but nevertheless, which during the Roman rule, there were some very difficult times. He was a dear friend of Antoninus, who was the king of Rome, the Caesar of Rome. The until they were included as one, Shnei Goyim, they were compared to the two nations that were in the womb of Rivke at the same time. The Gemara in Avedazara tells various different stories between between Rabbi Yehuda Anasi and Antoninus. For example, when Antoninus wanted his son to take to, to succeed him, but he also wanted to save. I don't remember which city it was. He wanted to, I think, Tveria. He wanted to save Tveria. So he asked, so he asked Rabbi Yudha Anasi what to do. So Anasi gave him a muscle of a person who wants to set a bird free. So he puts another person on his shoulders. And basically he was telling him, make your son king. And then your son will free Tveria. And then there was another story where Rabbi Yudha Anasi needed to get onto the bed. And 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 uh, Antoninus bent down to, for Rabbi Yudha Anasi to step on him in order to get into his bed. So he said, it's, it's, "So Rabbi Yudha said it's not appropriate. You're a king." So he said, "If only I could be your uh, your mat uh, in the Elam Abba." Then he asked him if he's going to go to Elam Abba, and he said, "Yes." Yeah. So he said, "Well, it is It says that there's nobody from Esav that's going to survive the Elam Abba. So he said, "That's if only Esav, someone who does the acts like Esav." But obviously, Antoninus who didn't conduct himself like an Esav, would, would have a portion in Olam Abba. We see over here this very close relationship of Rabbi Danasi with the, the, the Antoninus, so certainly he didn't feel like he was in Golos to the, to, to the fullest extreme. Ulum is conversely, Rashbi Shalafanav, Rabshim ben Yechai, who came before that, Rabbi had to hide for 13 years in a cave because the Roman kingdom wanted to kill him. So here Rabbi Yudha Anasi, who was best friends with the king of Rome, and Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai was hiding in a cave from the king of Rome. And at the same time, we know what Rabbi Yudha wrote in the name of the Altareb. That in the presence, in the, in the life of the, the lofty souls, such as that of Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai, the base of Mikdash wasn't even destroyed. That on his level, Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai, there wasn't even an idea of Galus. So on the one hand, if you compare it to, 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 to Rabbi Yudha Anasi, he was hiding in a cave for 13 years. But on the other hand, even though he was in a cave for 13 years, he, he wasn't in Galus. So too, if you look into the individual specific lives of every Yid, you can experience Geula through learning Teda, as the, as the Chazal tell us, that someone who learns Teda is a Ben Chayin, is a free person. Similarly, we find through davening, that a specific spark of the Shechina, that is in the soul of every Yid, Yitzas me'agolus va'ashivya, goes out of captivity and exile, l'fisho, at least temporarily, b'chayisho, z'utfila v'avedish v'alev, in the time of davening. 
So also, you find that a person who learns Torah is experiencing Gula, a person who davens is experiencing Gula. You don't make your own bench every time you learn. You don't bench every time you daven because there's a little Gula going on. But if a person is in a place called prison, then they come out of, when they come out, they make, they make a Baruch HaGaymel because that was a real ghost. So you find within certain within a person's life, there are certain things that are considered geula, and there are certain things that are considered gulas. We then move on. So from the fact that when you're talking about different uh, different situations, different people, different times in a person's life, there are so many different levels of what could be considered geula. It's understood. We can understand that also with regards to the Gula Sida, there are various different levels. In comparison to the situation in which, from which, out of which we are going, wherever you are start, starting out, that's how much the Gula affects you. Whatever level of Gulas you're in, that's what kind of Gula you're going to have. So based on this, now that we understand that Geula is, is uh, 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 it's on a spectrum. It depends where, where, where your starting point is, depends what Geula means for you. So that's what this Machlaikis is based on. Is Bitlach part of the Geula? Or is it its own component? I'm going to skip the parentheses for a second. But not part of the Geula of Klal Yisrael. This is basically based on where they were. Those who were in a state of Hamasim, felt that Bitla Hamasim is part of Geula. For those who were beyond wasn't a big deal. It was, it, was, it was a necessary detail, but Geula is a much greater deal than that. So based on where the person who was holding, based on that, is how he interpreted, or how they interpreted, um, um, if Bitla Hamasim is part of the Geula. Just to say, go back to the parentheses, just like in a person's personal life, or even in a person's general life, or even something that's going on in the world that can affect an individual person, but it doesn't mean it's the Geula of Klal Yisro. If a person is in jail and they go out, that's a major Geula for them. But, but that doesn't mean that it's a part of the Geula of the of the of the of all of Klal Yisrael. Similarly, for some people, Bitullah Hamasim is is a very important detail, but it's not part of Geula. And based on this is where the Machlekes comes from. So this is a very important Nakuda here that the, the, the Machlekes in the Rambam is based on if you say Bitullah Hamasim, getting rid of violence is part of the Geula or it's a component for itself, and that would be dependent. On the individual Baal Plukta, the individual opinion, if to them, Bidlachamasim was a part of Gula. We have one more thing before we get to the, to, the, to the conclusion of the Sikha, and that is very, very fascinating because since we've learned together the other three, the previous three Sikhas of 
of the Kuntanis Dvar Malchus. And Sikha Aleph and Sikha Gimel were very closely connected because Sikha Aleph discussed what is the task of Mashiach when he comes. And based on that, we understood in Sikha Gimel what the world will look like when Mashiach comes. And we explained that there's a halachic description of when Mashiach comes. But beyond that, there can also be a miraculous, a miraculous experience that is even deeper or loftier than the halachic experience. We're going to connect that with this, with the sikha. That's siftas. So based on what we said till now that you cannot have a pluk to be mitzias, you can't have a machlekes. In reality, in fact, we can add that this will fit into the Rambam at the beginning of the Perik. Beginning of the Perik is Perik days. You shouldn't think something will change from the order of the world. So there'll be some novelty, something new in creation. Rather, the world will continue in its normal order. That which says in Yeshaya, that a wolf will live with a sheep, and a leopard will lie with a, with a goat. Marshal v'chida, it is only a metaphor. And the message is, the Yidin will live peacefully amongst the evils, the, the wicked nations that are compared to a wolf and a leopard. And all will return to the religion of truth, to the true religion. And the Rambam concludes, So to all of these prophecies, these things that are spoken about, they are Mishal, they are metaphors. And times of Mashiach, it'll, it'll be notified to all. What is the Mashal, what, what, what is the metaphor, and what it was referring to. I will remove wild animals from the land. That there will be a change in the world. And seemingly over here also, we would ask the same question, Kate. How could you argue, in fact... How could you argue in re about reality? Either it is like this or like that. And the answer is, as was explained elsewhere at length. And this is a reference to the Sikha that we learned, Sikha Gimel, about state Kufais. The Ramam also holds that there'll be a, a, a change. In creation, because there's no greater change than the resurrection of the dead. One of the 13 principles. One of the fundamentals of the Torah. So that if someone denies it, they lose their portion in elaborates in his So the Ramam also agrees with the Ravid that there's going to be a the Ramam holds that this is a separate component. 
It's not connected directly with the coming of Mashiach, with the beginning of the time of Mashiach. And he explains, just as with regards to the coming of Mashiach, the Rambam writes, Don't think the Mashiach must make miracles or signs. Bring in new things into the world. Or he will resurrect the dead. Don't think that he, that he must do this. It's possible that he will. This is not a necessary condition in the halachic definition of Mashiach. It's something else. Where we said that the definition of Mashiach is not even though he might do so, that does not define him. So too in Pedicid Beis, when he talks about the time of Yemesa Mashiach, don't think that there has to be a change. And you're talking about the Chiddush of Meisabereshis. There is a possibility that there's going to be a Chiddush of Meisabereshis. But this is not a necessary condition in the definition of Yemesa Mashiach. The Mashiach has to have miracles, has to have a change. It's its, it's own thing. So again, we, we, we connected like they did in the Sikh over there, Yudalaf and Yudbeis. And he, he added a detail here, which wasn't necessarily so clear in that Sikha, that it's possible the Mashiach will make Isis and Mavsim. Pedikidalfi said, So the Rebbe is Madaik over here, you don't have to, you can't say that he has to, but he could. And if he does, that doesn't define him as Mashiach. That's not his test that he's Mashiach, and that doesn't define him as part of Mashiach, but Mashiach can always make Mavsim. Similarly, when you talk about the coming of Mashiach, the, the world in Yemais Mashiach, you cannot say that there must be a change in the world. There might be, there could be, and that'll come later on. We'll say in a moment that maybe it'll come right away. But that's not the halachic definition of the coming of Mashiach. So now it's not a political mitzvah anymore. Because they both agree that there'll be a chidish minagish The question is, does the chidish minagish define Mashiach or not? That's a matter of opinion. That I've adults that it does. That I'm old that it doesn't. That I'm old that 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 Chidush Min comes later. It's not part of of Yemaisa Mashiach or, or the beginning of Yemaisa Mashiach. Uba Zagufa, and in this idea that there might be a Chidush Maisa Bereshis when Mashiach comes, but it's separate from the coming of Mashiach. Basically, finally, there's two ways of looking at it. Alif Hachidush Maisa Bereshis. One way of looking at it is that the change in creation, including including other changes in the world, and other changes in creation, such as the trees, like we spoke in the last sicha, the trees giving fruit, and so on and so forth, that is a separate tkufa from Yemesa Mashiach. The first is Yemesa Mashiach, which is, and then there's another tkufa, which is, that's one way of looking at it. Which is the halachic perspective? Al pi halacha, Mashiach comes. Later on, there might be another. There might be other. For sure, will be the tchias amesim. That's not part of biyasa Mashiach. You say the miza, but there was a second way, and both of these ways were discussed in the sicha in the second half of the sicha of state kufus. 
you should know. These promises, that these promises and prophecies upon which we said that they are a metaphor, this is not definite. That even the Ram Paskins in Mishnah that these promises are metaphorical. He himself writes in the Geras Tchiyas which is not a Sefer of Halachas, that it's not definite. And it's possible to happen literally. The Mashiach will come in a miraculous way. It's not necessary. It's possible, but it's not necessary. Now, you can't say that it's necessary that Mashiach is going to come in a miraculous way because then it's a steer to the whole idea of Mashiach that Mashiach is going to bring Shlemus Atayrava Mitzvahs in a regular world. So you can't say that he must change something in the world, but it's possible that he will. And you, we can say, like we explained in the previous Sikha as well, that it depends on the situation of Zacho. If the Yidin are meritorious, then his come, even his coming will be miraculous and a change in the world. And if it's Chas V'Shalom, not a, not a Zacho, then it'll come according to the more halachic, to the basic halachic manner, which is, and then when they reach Zachu, because they're going to be involved in learning Torah and doing mitzvahs and they're not going to have any distractions or anything like that, then that'll bring on the second Kufa of Shini Menagashalelam. In the Sefer Alachas of the Rambami Paskins, what is what must be according to Alacha that is going to come. Something that's dependent on the actions of the Yidden and everybody has the permission to go either way, you can't define that halachically, and therefore the Ram doesn't address that in the Sefer of Halachas. But in in against Chiyas which is not the Sefer of Halachas, the Ram could speak about how things could be if the Yidden will reach Zachu, or when the Yidden will reach Zachu is more appropriate. So now again, it's not a plug to Mitzias. Everyone agrees that there'll be shinim, that there'll be a menagish shalaylo, and every, that there'll be a, sorry that there'll be a luk menagish noyik, and everybody agrees that there's going to be shinim menagish shalaylo. It's just that the question is which one of these is defining the coming of Mashiach? Is Mashiach defined by a luk menagish noyik, or is Mashiach or is a luk noyik something else? And Mashiach or, or is sorry shinim menagish shalaylo something else? And Mashiach's coming is a luk noyik. So now we took this idea of not having a plug to be mitzis, and we connected it to the Ariches HaSicha of Shtei Tkufis, which was connected to the first Sicha, that the Matziv HaOilom B'Mais Mashiach is totally in what is the role of Mashiach and the purpose of Mashiach when he comes here. Very soon, Mashiach should come to inform us, to announce the coming of Mashiach. Especially through increasing in our actions of learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. Because by, even by doing one mitzvah, you have weighed, outweighed the whole world to the side of merit. The God of And you have caused to himself and to the world uh, to be saved and to be and to salvation. Through the unity of Yidden 
loving of Yidin and unity of Yidin, Achtos Amitus Hashlema, a complete and true Achtos. So through the 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 completion of the Teira of Truth, like when learning Rambam, when you're learning the Lachs of the whole Teira, which breaks down. Which nullifies the 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 cause of Golos, which was the opposite of Golos. And when you get rid of the cause, you automatically get rid of the outcome, which is the Golos. Until you can impact the entire world with this Achtos. Like the Ramam says, you will rectify the entire world to serve Hashem together. And then I will transform the nations. That they should all have one common language to all call out to Hashem and serve Him together. Until as the Ramam ends, completes, concludes the Sefer of Mishnah The involvement. Of the and the engagement of the entire world will be to know Hashem. Hashem, the world will be filled with, with the knowledge of Hashem, like water fills the ocean. We connect the beginning of the Rambam to the end of the Rambam. The beginning of all of Mishnah Torah is Yesoda Yesoda Samuda Chachmas, the foundation of all foundation. And the pillar of wisdom laid the Siyashamot tradition to know that there is a first being, and he brought into being any other being. Everything that exists in heaven and earth and everything between them only came into being from the truth of his existence. That everything that exists in this world, we should be able to see on them in truth the, the, the existence of Hashem. It says that the covet of Hashem will be revealed and all flesh together will be able to see the revelation of Hashem. So when you have the achtos of, of learning Teda, and you have the achtos of Teda because you're learning the whole Teda, everyone is learning together, then this brings achtos Yisrael, and this brings to the achtos on the world, and this brings that every creation in the world should recognize and should uh, uh, proclaim the oneness of Hashem, and may this be begula mitzvah shleimah de Moshiach tzedkedu made of Yemen Amish. Psak in the Rama miyad they negolin immediately they will be redeemed miyad kipsute literally immediately take it from miyad mamish. Now that we are concluding the fortieth uh, cycle of Limud Rambam, so there's Achdus. Of Klal Yisrael and his Achtos of Limud Atayde and his Achtos of Rambam forty times over, and it is connected with a Yei Magadul Vaakadish of Gimel Tamos. So yes, that we're giving the Shir uh, 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 some days before we are we are our Tfila, our hope and our prayer, then the Schus of this Mifza and the Schus of the Limud Atayde of the Rabbim Baachtos Yisrael. We should be zeicha taken from miyad miyad in the golan. By the time it comes to the siyum arambam, we should already be celebrating it. And the siyum agolus already happened a bunch of days ago, and we should be we should celebrate the siyum arambam in Yerushalayim Rakedish together with our dear dear Rebbe. May it be taken from miyad on the pashtus va'agolat idan mamish.